You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 1037thebuzz and 1037thebuzz.com. Hope everybody's having a wonderful day. It's a Tuesday, and it's kind of rainy up here in Indianapolis, but still enjoyable nonetheless. Kind of bummed, though, because I don't get to do my Indianapolis 500 or Indy 500, and I'll go to the Brickyard. I'm supposed to ride around in a NASCAR vehicle, but I guess it's not happening because of the issues that were going on with the weather. So kind of bummed by that, but that's just the way it goes, and I'll have to deal with that, and that's fine. I'll make it work, but either way, it's exciting still here in this area that you have Arkansas in the Sweet 16. (laughs) <laughs> That's like I still am going to keep saying that. Arkansas on the Sweet 16. It's so good. It's so awesome. It's so much fun. And one of the things I know that's been on a lot of people's minds lately, just because of the things that are going on with social media and all the, the comments, is about Eric Musselman and the possibility of him moving on into another job. Because let's be honest, if you have great success Odds are you're going to be sought after for other jobs. It's just part of the deal. Uh, when Bobby Petrino had great success, they had to make mention of that every single end of the season. You know, when they, when you saw the the other coaches like uh, Houston Nutt, I guess is not a great example because I've always feel like they made up half the time he was up for any other job. But the point is, is it's just going to happen in college sports. But it's been gaining ground about as far as Indiana and how they're going to go after Musselman and offer a huge, huge, huge amount of money to him and trying to get him to come up to Bloomington and be the next head coach. Now, I have no doubt in my mind that they are actually trying to do this. I have no doubt in my mind that Indiana is actually putting together a package to deliver to Eric Musselman, and it's going to be an extremely high amount of money to come and be the next head coach of Indiana. I, I fully believe that. And just to be honest, I believe Eric Musselman's going to listen. Because I feel like we all should. We all would. Like That's just part of it. I would hope that if any of you were out there, had uh, another job opportunity come to you and just say, hey, let's talk, you'd at least want to hear what they have to say, especially if you knew that the money would be much higher. So I, I expect that to happen as well. But here's what I don't expect to happen. I don't expect Eric Musselman to leave Arkansas. Just being honest. I don't expect him to go to Indiana. And be their next head coach. I don't expect that. I don't believe that happens. Now, some of you are worried. And that's fine. That's understandable. You're Razorback fans. It's just the way it is. But to me, what's going on here at Arkansas is something that's special. It's something that is tough to redo and do at a different school. Especially at a place like Indiana that's been so average for so long. I don't think Eric Musselman leaves because Eric Musselman knows that here... At Arkansas, you can win at the highest level. You have everything you need. You are the only game in town. You have in-state recruiting that is high-level, high-caliber every single year. You have support. You have a fan base. You have finances. You, you have it all. The only thing that you could say about Indiana that they have over Arkansas is that Indiana basketball is the number one game at that school. It's the number one thing. Arkansas, as much as they are about basketball, football will always reign supreme. That's not a bad thing. It's just the truth. 
And you can even make an argument for those being very close ones and twos, but I still believe football is the number one. That would be the only thing that Indiana would have over Arkansas at this point in time. But besides that, Arkansas's got it. They got all they need. They got all that any coach would need. No matter who it is, if you're the right man, you can come straight in here and win at a high level. And I've always felt it, maybe not necessarily from the sake of particular coaches and schools, but think about the basketball coaches that have been here in Arkansas, whether they were successful or not. Eddie Sutton, when he left Arkansas, he went to Kentucky and it did not work out. He went to Oklahoma State and they were pretty good. They made a Final Four or two. So, you know, they were right there in the mix. But you could make the argument that he didn't accomplish anything leaving Arkansas that he couldn't accomplish at Arkansas. Nolan Richardson stopped coaching essentially afterwards, so you can't really use his as an example. But even a guy like Stan Heath, his best years as a head coach was at Arkansas. Like, he actually did build some, but everywhere he went afterwards, never the same. Pelfrey, the same thing. Mike Anderson, I promise you, at St. John's, he may have success, but he's never going to have any, anywhere close to the success he had at Arkansas. It's just not the case. And so leaving a place like Arkansas doesn't automatically guarantee you success. That's the point. It may guarantee you more money. It may guarantee you a, a more support system. But even those things are questionable. They, can't, they don't guarantee you anything. And I'll say this, if Eric Musselman ever left, or if he leaves Arkansas for Indiana, which again, I don't think he will. I don't, I really don't. But if he did, it would be a horrible, horrible, horrible career move for him. Just being honest. Because I promise you, he will not be able to have the success at Indiana that he would be able to have at Arkansas. Call it bias, call it a homer, I don't care what you call it, it's a fact. It's true, that's all that matters. I actually want to play back an interview coming up next with, that we had with Daniel Musselman. Uh, on Out of Bounds today. It was a great interview, and it was something that uh, really great gave some great insight into uh, what she's all about and what her family life is all about and all that, and we'll get to that on the other side of the break. First, got to tell you about rockauto.com. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's impossible to stock all the car parts you will need in a traditional storefront, or even if it's a do-it-yourself, or sometimes it's really hard to find in those big box stores uh, the parts that you need at a price that you can afford. But at rockauto.com, it's a family-owned business and been serving auto part customers for online for 20 years. So go to rockauto.com and to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. And the best thing of all is if you go there right now to rockauto.com, you'll see all the car parts you'll have available for your car or truck, and I guarantee you they'll have it. Right locked on in the How Did You Hear About Us box so that they know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the car parts you'll ever need at rockauto.com. Locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. We'll play back the interview with Danielle Musselman, Eric Musselman's wife, here on the podcast here in just a second. But want to let everybody know that betonline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action, especially with this tournament going on right now. BetOnline covers it all. Real-time updated odds, props, and almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds, and is the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website right now or on your mobile device and sign up today for 50% off your welcome bonus on your very first deposit using promo code LOCKEDON. That's right, promo code LOCKEDON for 50% off your welcome bonus on your first deposit at betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. 
Danielle Musselman, the wife of Eric Musselman, has been around a long time. She's done a great job in sports broadcasting, and she is just a ball of energy, especially when it comes to social media. And I guess you have to be to put up with a guy like Eric Musselman. But she was kind enough to join us on Out of Bounds today and to reflect on some of the things going on with her and her family and everything about dealing with the NCAA tournament. So without further ado, let's go ahead and play back that interview for you, and I hope you really enjoy it. We wanted to get the experience from that side of the perspective, and so we decided to reach out to Danielle Musselman and see if she'd be interested in coming on, and luckily she accepted the invitation. So let's go ahead and go to the Cartridge World Hotline and welcome in Danielle Musselman, the wife of Eric Musselman. Danielle, really appreciate you joining us. How are you doing this afternoon? I'm doing awesome. Thank you guys so much for having me. Well, we appreciate it, and the first question I want to ask you is just, How's the experience going? Because I am sure that it's a stressful time at the Muscleman household during the regular season, but postseason, I'm sure (laughs) it's pretty intense. So what's the experience been like so far? It's pretty intense, but I will tell you, because of the the bubble experience, you know, we have not really gotten to be with Eric during this time. So a lot of the stress that he carries usually kind of gets kicked over to us, but because of the separation, we have not been as stressed out as we usually are. I mean, I will say that I had a lot of nerves before um, the Colgate and the Texas Tech game, but it was more of just like a day of stress rather than like a week-long stress. So that's been good. So you haven't been able to spend much time with Coach Muss, but uh, having the family there, how's that been to experience that and go through some of these ups and downs, emotions going through those games, and, uh, and then the joy of coming out and getting a win, but you're able to experience that with the family during those yeah. games. Oh, it's been it's been completely awesome. My daughter's there, my stepson, um, Eric's sister and her son have been there, my sister and her husband um, have all been there, and that's kind of been our, our NCAA crew. They pretty much come to every game whenever Eric's in the tournament, so we've got our little squad there, and it's so much fun. And, you know, we definitely stay up late and celebrate together, so... Um, I don't know if the camera panned over, but it was an absolute mob scene in our section, in our seating section after that uh, last victory. I mean, it was insane. I thought my my fake lashes were going to get knocked off. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it was exciting for y'all, and I'm sure for for everybody here in Arkansas. But the thing is, is I know that you and your family, you've experienced the Sweet 16 just a few years ago when you were at Nevada. But here at Arkansas, they haven't experienced it in 25 years. Did you feel from the fan base and, and those shows on social media just how much it meant to the Razorback faithful and the fact that getting back to the Sweet 16 had been so long and now that they're there, it just means something extra special? Oh, absolutely. Well, I did not realize it had been so long. I really did not know that. And so um, just from seeing the excitement of the Arkansas fans that were in attendance was half of it. I mean, and it was so fun. We were like yelling back and forth and, you know, doing hog calls and all that was really awesome. I hear that the, uh, the student section got a little warning from the referees for maybe getting a little too rowdy. <laughs> so that part was cool. But then, you know, afterward, I was like, I got to post something on social media and just seeing the reaction to that and reading stuff on Twitter. Um, it really, showed me the gravity of this victory. I mean, some of the text messages uh, from people around the state were that I received were just incredible. And um, just seeing everything that I was seeing. And, you know, my 11-year-old just loved it. She was getting messages and people were telling her that they saw her on TV. And, it, I mean, it was just so cool. And being a part of that, um, 
is just insane because when we went to the NCAA tournament and went to the Sweet 16 with Nevada, it was such a high. It really was one of the best sports moments of all of our lives, and it was felt like such a high that you don't know if you're ever even going to experience that again. And then here we are and experiencing it again. I mean, I just feel blessed, and I feel thankful, and I feel proud. Um, just so many emotions. With your background in sports, you've covered the NCAA tournament and many sporting events, but how are those differences from coverage of an event like this and then being able to sit back and enjoy it as a fan? Yeah, well, it's different because, honestly, you, you don't really care. You're just you're just like, whoever wins, wins, and then I'm going to go interview them. You know, you don't get stressed <laughs> out. You're not worried about it. That's why when Eric was in broadcasting during his break from coaching, I was like, don't you want to stay in broadcasting? Because you get to come home and just and sleep good. You know, I'm like when you're coaching, you come home and you stay up all night. Um, so that's the main thing. You know, you really don't care. Nothing. Your day is going to go on just the same, no matter who wins. But there's so much at stake. And with being married to a coach, I mean, I've been a sports fan my whole life. But being married to a coach, your fandom is like next level. You know, mm-hmm. it's next level. Um, so that's the difference. We're speaking with Danielle Musselman, the wife of Eric Musselman, here on Out of Bounds on the Cartridge World Hotline, 103.7 The Buzz. Danielle, now that Arkansas is in the Sweet 16, it's not over yet. Uh, they're going to be going up against Oral Roberts this weekend for a chance to go to the Elite Eight. And I- I'm just curious from from your perspective as far as what do you make of this game, this matchup, because these two teams have faced each other already this year. And I know Razorback fans are feeling pretty confident about it, but just from your perspective, what do you make of this game and the fact that they get to face somebody that they've already played earlier in the season? I mean, how cool is that? I mean, that was our destiny. It was like no matter what, if it was going to be Florida or Oral Roberts, it was a team we already faced. So just from the, you know, um, the scouting factory, that's, that's going to make it easier. But Oral Roberts, they, they were a good team, and they're much better now than when we played them in the beginning of the season. We're a much better team than we were when we played them in the beginning of the season. So I, I think this matchup is going to look a little different, you know. And people forget, you, you look at the seedings, and you, you put so much stock in that, but this is the NCAA tournament, and upsets happen every single day. So you have to go in and, you know, play this game like it's your last, because really it is. I think I've heard Eric and the guys saying no do-over, so – they got to come out and they got to play like they want to reach the Elite Eight. You mentioned that both teams are different, and of course, you're going to grow throughout a season, and they played back in December. How much of a different team is Arkansas now? What do you see some of the differences and uh, maybe some of the pro- progressions and how this is a much better team now? Oh, my goodness. Well, for one, people are, are not realizing that the majority of our team, everyone except for Jalen Tate, had never played in an NCAA tournament. So having never been on a big stage until we stepped up and started playing against Colgate is is a factor just in itself. But then add on top of that, that we've got three freshmen that play major, major minutes. And, I mean, their speed of progression has just been incredible. So I think everyone's been so excited to watch Devo and Moses and Jalen and just see them get better and better and more confident and see Eric have more confidence in them. So that's been awesome. And then to see... Justin Smith emerged like how he's emerged is just insane. I mean, I think he averaged just around 10 points a game when he was at Indiana his last year, and he scored, what, like 29 and 20 in the last two games in the tournaments. I mean, he is like a beast. Um, 
So just watching this team get better and better has been so much fun. We'll continue our discussion with Danielle Musselman here in just a second. But first, we've been telling you about Built Bar, and that's the best-tasting protein bar on the market for a while now. It's a low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, amazing protein bar with 100% chocolate on all their bars. And now is the time to find out which Built Bar is bets. It's Built Bar Madness. And if you want to check out today's matchup, go to BuiltBar.com or Bar underscore Built on Twitter. Remember to use the promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your next order. That's LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. Check back and see who won today's matchup and who will be becoming the best protein bar of the land. Locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. Well, you mentioned some of the true freshmen there, and I think that that's the thing that not only is so impressive about this team, but also so exciting is you have three guys in Moses Moody, Devo Davis, and Jalen Williams, uh, all from Arkansas, that not only are playing on this team, but they are so pivotal to this team's success. And I'm looking around at some of these other NCAA tournament teams, and they may have a freshman here or there, but as far as combined minutes, there are no other teams that are playing true freshmen this much as Arkansas are playing those three guys. To me, that also just shows how special this team is, the fact that not only have they not been out of there for that long, but you also got three guys that are being counted on to make a difference and guys that are, you know, last year were spending time at their spring prom. Right. It's, it's hard to believe, isn't it? I mean, people, people don't realize that when Jalen Williams stepped on campus um, this summer, he was 17 years old. I mean, think about that. <laughs> He was 17 years old. So not only was he a freshman, he was a young freshman. Um, and these kids, not every single one of them were playing at like an elite prep school like Moses Moody was. You know, they're just balling at just a regular high school. And to think that you're doing that last year and then here you are in the SEC starting in an NCAA tournament sweep 16 game, I mean, that's pretty mind-blowing, and it's it's so exciting. And you just watch them, and they look like kids that are having fun, and that's what you want to see. What was the stress level like at the end of that Texas Tech game, and does it go <laughs> up for each game that you play in the tournament? It does. I'll be honest, I think the, my stress level for Colgate was worse because that's a game that we really should win, you know? And generally, I don't get up, I don't move from my seat for an entire game, and at one point when we were down, I, I, I was like, I got to go to the concession stand or the bathroom or something. Like, I had to get up and, like, walk around. <laughs> I had to take a moment. Um, still a lot of stress for Texas Tech, but it was worse against Colgate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I can probably understand that, too. And, and I think that that's the thing that's so fascinating about it because, you know, fans, they get so stressed and they, they, they hang on the edge of their seats all the time. But uh, for someone like you and someone like your family – I'm sure that that makes it even worse, and just that, especially that Texas Tech game at the end of it, where you were just hoping that they held on and everything's riding on that. I just can't imagine what that headache must be because it'll. It, I was stressed out and getting a headache just watching it. I couldn't imagine what you were just going watching through. it. Well, I have to tell you, I had to rewatch the last two minutes of the Texas Tech game the next morning because I, I, I almost didn't even realize what happened. Like, it was such a blur. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And the, the mob scene was was so big in the stands that I then said, okay, wait, what, what just happened? And it wasn't until – oh, sorry, you guys were hearing my puppy. Um, it wasn't until uh, the next morning when I saw it, I said, they missed two point-blank free throws, didn't they? I mean, layups, didn't they? <laughs> it was a blur. <laughs> it really was. 
So we know that Coach Muss is big on social media, and you are as well. Uh, who comes up with some of those ideas? Who's the brains behind the ideas for social media? <laughs> is it you? Is it Mariah? Is it a collective <laughs> effort? It's Muss. I'll, I'll say it's 70-30 with the 70 being Muss. <laughs> he is 70%. I'm more the person that tells him, like, no, don't put that. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, reining him back in. But then he likes it. Like, I'll just come up with stuff sometimes, and he's like, okay, come up with something witty for me to say. And I, and I tell him, I'm like, it just comes to me. You, I, can't, I can't just, you know, on the spot come up with something for you. It just has to be the, the, the right time, and I can just come up with something. <laughs> <laughs> well, and part of that is just his energy, because just literally as we were about to go on with you and, and do this interview, there's a video that came out that he posted where he's dancing around with the COVID uh, testers. <laughs> And, and their and their mask. He's trying to get them all hyped up and playing music, and it's just stuff like that cracks me up, and and it gets such attention. But how does he have this much energy all the time? Like, does he have caffeine going through his veins? Like, how does he do this? He doesn't need sleep, is what it is. And you know, he's he's like twelve years older than me. He's twelve years older than me, and he has way more energy than I do. <laughs> and the guy doesn't sleep. He drinks caffeine at 10 o'clock at night. It doesn't bother him because just he's always on a 10 as far as energy level. So that's that's where you get that. He, he hates sitting down. Unfortunately, my daughter's wired exactly like him. So <laughs> there's, there's not much rest. The beginning of pandemic, I'll tell you guys, my neighbors were like, did you kick Eric out of the house? And I'm like, no, why? They're like, oh, well, he's been walking the neighborhood for the past two and a half hours. <laughs> Half two and a half hours. I'm like, oh, the office is just closed. That's all that is. <laughs> to go along with some of that energy, how do you feel about the shirtless videos after the big wins? <laughs> I mean, at this point, it is what it is. <laughs> I can't. It, it's like something that you've you've opened and you can't close it. You know, it's like a door that's been opened and that he's going to take his shirt off. People think it's funny, and I'm just glad that he works out. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, pro- at least I'm not pro- embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, about to say it probably would be a little different if he uh, hadn't worked out and he's looking like me out there trying to take my shirt off. I can tell you that. But uh, you know, and, that, and that's also something that I know because he's only been at Arkansas for two years, and with the success that comes along with what he's doing at Arkansas, I'm sure that there are people all over the place, all uh, schools all over the place, NBA jobs that are trying to get his services because he's doing such a great job. And is that something that even crosses y'all's mind or how it's handled as far as who people wanting him to come into their spot, into their school, and to be their next coach? Is that something that, you, you know, you just go along with? Or is it something that you – how do you handle all that with all that stuff coming at you at once? You know what? Honestly, with with what's going on right now with the Arkansas team, that takes up every second of space in both of our brains. So it's not even something we don't – read about that stuff we don't you know we that's just another thing to worry about that you don't need to worry about so that's that's pretty much how we try Mm -hmm. to handle that stuff don't even don't even give it any noise or any attention with success also uh you have critics that come out at times and we know Mm -hmm. that here recently a guy todd Furman, had some words that coach (laughs) must took exception (laughs) with so what did you think of those comments and what was your reaction to it (laughs) well okay so nine times out of ten I'm like the take the high road person. My sister actually always tells me that she channels me. She goes, I just channel my sister when I see things because I'm always like, take the high road, take the high road. 
But whenever he said that, like, people were mad, you know, when Seth Davis hit Colgate. That's all in good fun. For whatever reason, this guy, like, he took a direct shot at Eric that was completely, it was, like, ridiculous. And so I'm not going to lie, I was irritated. I had to clap back with my own little comment. Um, you know, Eric probably didn't need to say anything. He should have just let me handle it. But, you know, he can't help himself. <laughs> he can't help himself. I tell him, don't say anything. He says, okay, and then he goes and he does whatever he wants. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and that's what we were wondering about. Just, you know, it kind of came out of nowhere because we know that people are going to talk about upsets and, you know, pick teams and whatnot. But w- when you make comments like that and the way he did it, it just seemed, I was like, it seemed almost personal to us. So I was wondering if I could. Like, he... And we don't yeah. know him. That was the weird yeah. thing. We, want, we totally don't know him. And then there's a million things that you could say about my husband, but I don't think anyone would ever say that, that he can't coach. <laughs> I'm like, I don't think anyone would say that. You can say, you can say short, you can say crazy, you can say a lot of things, but I don't think you would say, even his biggest critic, I don't think would say that he can't coach. So that was just kind of weird. But now that I'm looking at it, I think he was just trying to get attention. That's the only answer. That's the only thing that makes any sense to me. Danielle, what's the rest of your week looking like uh, leading up to the game on Saturday? So I have a lot of mounds of laundry that I'm working through today. And then, um, <laughs> yeah, as you can imagine, and then we're going to get packed and clean the house. I'm going to get my dogs boarded, and we are heading back to Indy on Friday with the rest of the wives um, of the coaching staff and the kids and everybody. So we're excited. I can't wait to get back there. Well, I know you're excited to get back up there, and I know that hopefully you get to come back again next weekend, I'm sure, is on the docket. That would be that would be awesome if the Razorbacks could do it. But, but Danielle, uh, we really appreciate you coming on with us. It, it was great to talk with you, and I know uh, that it's a really fun time right now, but also stressful. But we appreciate it, and hopefully we're able to catch up with you later down the road. Absolutely. Thank you. I hope we're back in Little Rock for a game next season. I would love that. Absolutely. We'd love to have you. There's no doubt about it. Appreciate it, Danielle. All right. You guys have a great day. Well, appreciate everybody listening in to the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNeighbors for any questions, comments, concerns you may have. We'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you then. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast.